0: Welcome to Matcha Moments for the Creative Mind here on Love the Podcast, a sacred space to explore your mental and spiritual wellness. It is time to recommit back to your personal power with ease and efficiency. I am your host, Lotus Aloba, also known as your favorite mystic practitioner. (laughs) Happy June Wolves and a very happy pride to all my rainbow wolves out there. I love you. I see you. I honor you and I stand with you. This month, we will be focusing on body positivity on the podcast. I'm really excited about this topic because loving my body has been a journey, and I know I'm not the only one. Uh, but before we even get into like my own personal journey with loving my body, because it's um, I don't think it's unique, but it's often not a point of view heard by the masses. We'll save that for the other two episodes this month. But for today. We are tapping into how to be embodied. Body, yaddy, 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 yay. But before we do that, let's get into matcha because matcha is life. Today, I'm sharing my ice matcha recipe with you because it is hot as hell in Philadelphia and we deserve. So no matter where you are, you can make this drink, no matter what time, what season, It's super delicious and really simple to make. All you need is a half a tablespoon of matcha. You guys know I'm using matcha right now, but in the next coming months, I'll be using my own matcha, which I'm very excited about. I'm ready for it to get here from Japan. (laughs) Um, You'll also need four ounces of alternative milk of your choice. I would suggest for this recipe a flavored milk, like vanilla, I use vanilla, uh, hemp milk, or almond milk, or pea milk. You can also get four ounces of water, coconut water or like spirulina water, like adding um, some spirulina to your water and having that. Vanilla extract is completely optional, especially if you have the vanilla milk and then some cinnamon because you know I put cinnamon in all my drinks, (laughs) a sweetener of your choice and a blender, ice and a mason jar. Okay, so essentially what you want to do first is in your blender, you want to put your four ounces of milk and your four ounces of water and then your matcha your cinnamon your vanilla extract and your sweetener of choice you blend that until you see a nice like almost inch of foam and that's how you know that the matcha is fully integrated into it and i love for it to be slightly warm when you're blending because matcha when it's blended in cold tends to clump even if you sift it um and make it fine powder it still tends to clump so what i love to do is if my milk is cold then my water might be like room temperature So that way I can still have it be a little lukewarm for the blending process. Once it's all blended together, you fill up your mason jar with ice up to the top and then you pour your matcha over it. Put a straw in it. Obviously reusable safe for the earth. And I love to spin it around clockwise and just affirm the matcha and just ask it to be healing and nourishing for me to remove anything in my body that no longer serves me you know, to allow me to feel vibrant and clear headed and focused so that I can, you know, do the work that needs to be done. And then I sip and I enjoy. So I hope you guys really like that recipe. If you do go ahead and share your picture of your iced matcha with me on social media. I'm on Instagram at the moment. So you can tag me at Lotus Deloba and I can share on all your matcha goodness. Okay. So now that we got matcha out the way, we're sipping our ice matchas. I wanna talk about what it means to be embodied. This is something that I've really been exploring and discovering for the past decade since I've really been on my feminine divine journey and embodiment has always been one of the key things needed to fully embrace the power and the wisdom that is in feminine divinity, but it's often something that we don't talk about a lot. I've only found a few videos on it that actually made sense and we're talking about embodiment in the divine way um, cause you know, there's a lot of weird femininity stuff on YouTube. So make sure you guys check out my YouTube channel. I have videos up on the channel now for feminine divinity. And I've also have a playlist of other women that I watch and other YouTubers that I watch, excuse me, that are on YouTube and that talk really beautifully about feminine energy. Okay. So embodiment means that we are embracing the divine truth that we are already whole. I wanna just pause in that moment there because a lot of times when we're talking about wellness and things like that, we're claiming that we're broken, we're claiming that, you know, there's a part of us missing and you know, all these different things. But the truth is when you when you are practicing embodiment, when you are embodied, you realize that everything, all the pieces of the puzzle are already put together. You just didn't open your eyes to the picture itself, right? It's an activation of our mind, body, soul connection and allows us to feel deeply and fully. It is a beautiful experience, and it is one that I continue to practice with to this day so that I can be my absolute best self for me and for everyone that I encounter. So, how can you be more embodied? So, here are some simple, easy ways to be more embodied slowing down and becoming more present. Slowing down, there's so much power in that. We really are rewriting this um, toxic productivity mindset that we've all been wrapped in for the majority of our lives. Slowing down is really like just a beautiful thing to do. It also can feel very uh, intimidating to slow down because what happens as we're slowing down is that we're actually starting to pay attention to the world around us, pay attention to how we're showing up in the world and how people are showing up in our world. And you can notice that things are not what you've always wanted to be or you start to realize that what you've been racing past you've been really missing out on so slowing down and allowing yourself to become more present is a really beautiful step towards becoming embodied and embracing embodiment the next thing you want to do is practice gratitude i'll dive in deeper on this towards the end of the podcast for the cpr method but for right now i just want you to know that it reminds you of how beautiful life is and that alone wraps you into your body in the present moment while inviting more good things into your life, okay? The next thing that I want you guys to do for embodiment, to practice, and to experience is using the five physical senses to unlock embodiment, okay? And I wanna put a disclaimer here because I don't want to ever produce uh, content that's insensitive. If you have all five of your senses, again, gratitude, because not all of us do. But whatever senses you do have access to, utilize these suggestions that I'm going to mention and allow yourself to begin practicing embodiment. It doesn't mean that you can't be embodied because you only have a few, a few of these senses. Okay. I just want to put that out there so that no one feels some type of way. Like if you have it, utilize it. If you don't have it, be at peace with that and actually strengthen the other senses that you do have access to. Okay. Wolves. All right. The first one is smell. Smells is the most primitive And powerful of our physical senses that's why a certain smell can transport you back to a certain place in time you can also use aromatherapy to help you embody a certain aspect of self that's even why I created my mystic line y'all like my mist and my oils and my scrubs like they are heavily influenced by aromatherapy simply because of the power that smell has in healing our traumas so each one has a specific scent profile that taps into the power of, that our sense of smell provides us so some key ones are cinnamon patchouli which help the brain to look for and invite in more wealth that's featured in my wealth mist and in my rich conjure oils rose which unlocks unconditional love within our mind and helps us to be and accept more softness in life that's featured in my embrace mist and my pussy power potion oils and I also have things like you know lemongrass and eucalyptus for like the flow mist and the energy Empress and these are things that allow us to feel alert and have clarity in the way that we think and the way that we perform all of this comes back down to our sense of smell okay so use the sense of smell to practice embodiment here are some questions that you can ask yourself to jumpstart this process what aroma can I smell right now Really taking a moment to pause, to slow down, to tune in, to directly and intentionally focus on your sense of smell and breathe in a deep nourishing inhale and see what comes up for you. What are you smelling? Maybe it's the candle in the room. Maybe it's the incense burning. Maybe it's the food that you can smell from down the street. You know, maybe it's just beautiful aroma of nature. Maybe it's something that's not so appeasing to the sense of smell. Take a moment to really breathe in what you can smell right now. And then ask yourself, how does it make you feel when you breathe that scent in? Like for me, whenever I breathe in my personal mix of like myrrh, rose, and lemongrass, I literally feel at home again. I feel safe. I feel seen. I feel confident. That is all evoked from the sense of smell. So I really want you guys to practice that. Again, questions to ask. What aroma can I smell right now? And how does this make me feel? Now, second sense is sight. Sight is a privilege many of us take for granted, right? We also don't wield this sense correctly. It's crucial for your overall well being to seek out the beauty in life. Some ways to use your sight take long walks in nature and witness the breeze moving the leaves in divine rhythm or the texture of a flower, curating your social media feed to show you more of what you think is beautiful. For me, my social media feed right now has beautiful black bodies on there, wolves, of course, I love wolves, they're so beautiful. <laughs> Artwork, nature, and tons of matcha photos. I don't know, there's something about when people take pictures of matcha, I just love it. It's so beautiful to me, the green, the color, it's just, uh, it's, it's, um, it really brings me in. It brings me into the moment. So even just witnessing your loved ones through the eyes of love will allow you to unlock the power within our sense of sight. Questions to ask yourself. How can I witness beauty today? Literally every morning, that is one of the main questions that I ask myself. If I'm starting to get a little frustrated, that's one of the questions that I ask myself. How can I experience beauty right now? And it really makes you understand that beauty is not what this mainstream culture has made us believe. It's not just really dope makeup tutorials and um, makeup products. It's more than just contouring your face. It's more than just having a dope outfit. It really is an expression of the divine in our life. So ask yourself on a daily basis, how can I witness more beauty today? And another question you can ask is what in this moment looks stunning to me it could be a color it could be a person a place a thing but take a moment to be like wow let me for a moment study let me look around the room and as i'm doing it right now i notice my curated uh floral arrangement that i do every week and i notice the pink of the flowers the vividness of the colors and it's just it's beautiful to look at even just taking a moment to look at yourself in the mirror and witness your own beauty that is so empowering and that is so healing and mirror work is really deep and it's something that I suggest you work on with the practitioner if you haven't done mirror work before let me put that disclaimer in there because it will definitely shift your life and if you're not in the space to have that shift I don't want to encourage that yet but if you are take a few moments every day look at yourself in the mirror notice the different features in your face on your body Get to know and look at yourself and see you for you, okay? Now, third sense, taste. Taste the juiciness of life. Taste is a great way to slow down and be present. Many of us eat for survival and not for enjoyment, and it shows because we end up cultivating seriously unhealthy relationships with food and our bodies. But when you begin to eat with intention, you can shift into a more harmonious space, space, place when it comes to your body image and your relationship with food. Some ways to use taste. Chewing your food slowly. And as you chew, see if you can pick up on the different flavor profiles and how they are experienced on your tongue. Maybe something is coming in hot and it's a little spicy and you're like, ooh, ooh, okay, I'm noticing that. I like that flavor profile, but my tongue is on fire right now, right? Or maybe it's a Cooling sensation of the cucumber, and you get to taste that juiciness, that earthiness, or maybe sipping your ice cold matcha and noticing the earthy taste of it. You know, maybe the flavor profile notes that are in that matcha itself, because each matcha has a different flavor profile. Like doing those things is just so wonderful. Like even if you're just sitting there, one the thing I love to do too is like peeling a citrus fruit in the shower. One because citrus gets really sticky. But like peeling it and like allowing the aroma to come up as well, and then the texture of the juice, and then I get to like taste that. It's such a beautiful experience. Super orgasmic energy, by the way, but it's what we need in our lives to reconnect. Some questions that you can ask yourself is what flavors am I tasting right now, and what flavors am I in the mood for? Right. Maybe you're just waking up from a nap or something and you're like, hmm, how do I get back into an energy that feels good for me? What do I want to taste right now? You know, and and practicing and cultivating that intuitive conversation with your body and like, what is it asking for? And making sure to eat as fresh as you can, because the less sodium and the less processed foods, the better, because that does actually um, taint our taste buds and can cause us to eat out of balance and out of harmony with our bodies, Fresh food strengthens our taste buds and allows us the energy to experience food like never before, okay? So the fourth sense is sound. Sound is super healing in so many ways, but I'm only going to focus on a few to not overwhelm you guys, okay? It is also how we learn to communicate and memorize. That's why a certain song, like our ABC song, stays with us for life, right? Right? Sound gives us the opportunity to use different frequencies that bring us into different desired experiences with ease. Some ways to use sound, listening to music that uplifts you, that makes you move and sway. I am like I have a episode on the podcast here about music in general. But music is so powerful and I feel like it's something that we underutilize because we don't really realize what we're listening to. Like listen to music that is going to be uplifting. It doesn't have to be directly gospel, right? but it needs to be something that's going to allow you to feel better. If it's something that's tapping into your anger or tapping into your rage, do it intentionally, but don't do it on a daily basis because that is then what you will start to attract in your life, right? Like listen to songs that are going to remind you of your divine truth and your divine power as much as you can. So you can do that. Another way you can do practice uh, embodiment with sound is working with the sound healer to realign your divine rhythm. We all have our own unique divine rhythm. There's like a certain pitch that only you can hear, no one else can hear, and it stays with you, and it can change as you are evolving and ascending in your journey. But practicing with a sound healer is a really great way to even be able to identify that sound and to help shift your body back into a more harmonious frequency, right? Because again, our bodies carry so much trauma, and one of the ways that we can relieve that and start to feel lighter is through sound healing another way is to sit in silence and just observe the natural soundtrack of the divine even if you're sitting in the, the middle of a city and you're hearing the sirens wailing and people outside arguing you know or the buzzing from someone's crying the grass or whatever just taking a moment to sit in silence and just seeing what comes up for you what hearing what comes up for you Is so impactful and so beautiful I love to spend my mornings I get up early for a reason too so that I can really sit in silence and just notice the birds chirping or hearing the little footprints of um, the squirrel on the roof like these little beautiful things that you get to hear they bring you back home to yourself they help you to practice embodiment they remind you that you have this full-on body that can process information that can help you through you know, dark moments and rough times. So important, okay? Some questions to ask yourself. What song can I play to get me into my desired mood? Right? Another question is, when's the last time I sat in silence? And what was, like, what was that like for me? Hopefully, it's a daily process for you. But even if it's not, just if you notice it's been a few days or a few weeks or months since you sat in silence, I encourage you today to take a moment, five minutes, just to sit in silence. No headphones, no nothing. Just sit and be. Maybe even notice your heartbeat. That sound, that divine rhythm that never leaves you. There's so many things you can do in silence. And still be strengthening your sense of sound and using sound to practice embodiment. Now the last sense that we're going to talk about for today is touch. I don't know. This song for Omarion just came into my head. I don't know if y'all remember that song. Touch. Touch. mm, mm, Hey. Turn the lights off. I don't know. That song has got me mad hype right now. Now I'm about to put that on my playlist. All right. But touch is a sense we use throughout the day. And we really never take the time out to honor it. Think about it. We're literally touching everything. We're touching our tech. Like when you're typing on your phone, you're touching your phone. You're literally holding your phone and touching it. When you're typing on your keyboard, when you're making up your bed, Oh my goodness, when you are hugging your loved ones or opening a random door, touching random surfaces or touching fruit, touching your food, like we're literally always using touch all of the time, unintentionally, not mindfully whatsoever. And it's a missed opportunity to come back home to self and practice embodiment. So that's why it's essential to intentionally practice touch. Right. So some ways that we can utilize touch to practice embodiment, touching your body, taking the time out daily to caress every inch of your physical body. Not just because you have to put on body butter or put on your clothes, but simply because you have a body that you can touch. Feeling your toes, feeling your feet, the bottom of your feet. When's the last time you touched the bottom of your foot? For me, it was this morning during my yoga session but like touching your heels, your ankles, your shins, your calves, your knees, your thighs, your hamstrings, your inner thighs, your sitting area, your core, your belly, like touching your arms, touching your chest, feeling your bones. Like when's the last time you really intentionally touched your body, touched your face lovingly and intentionally touched someone else's face and felt the texture, the temperatures, the tension in the body. It's so, so, so important. You can also touch nature. You can feel flower petals, leaves and trees and see if you can feel the energy exchange between the both of you or loving on an animal. I love petting my puppy, you know, and just like loving on him, you know, when I'm able to see him because, you know, he's with his grandmother right now. But being able just to like rub on him and that sensation just also feels really good. Like touch intentionally wolves. Okay. Okay. And the question you can ask yourself to help embody is, what does this feel like? What does it feel like? You know, when I was teaching pre-K in Harlem, one of the things that we often discussed and that we um, actively worked on was uh, helping pre-K students and pre-pre-K students to identify different textures because out of all the things, when they did testing, that was the one that they failed on the most. And unfortunately, especially with black and brown bodies and children, we aren't really encouraged to touch things. I mean, I know from my own personal experience, it was more of a don't touch things kind of mentality. Luckily, somehow I was able to understand texture along the way. But what we would do is take the kids to like a, the supermarket and allow them to touch apples and like, well, what does this feel like? It feels smooth or touch an orange and figure out texture that way. You can also do this for yourself as well. Taking the time out to actually touch and feel things is so, so, so important. Touching your clothes and seeing how they feel on your body, seeing if it make you feel really good in your body or if they make you not feel the best in your body, getting rid of anything, any sensations that don't feel good, something that maybe is rubbing your skin the wrong way or is a little, a little crunchy, a little harsh, Right. There's so many beautiful ways for us to practice the, the power and the sense of touch. Another question to ask yourself is what am I missing right now? What feeling am I missing right now? Maybe you realize that you want to feel warmth on your skin and that invites you to go outside and sunbathe for a little bit. Or maybe you're feeling a little hot and you're realizing like, oh, let me run myself a cool shower to, to, to feel that cooling sensation all around me. These are all great ways to practice Touch so that's how you can practice embodiment utilizing the five senses. I think it is the most efficient way to practice embodiment for someone who is uh, new to the idea and to the understanding of embodiment. When you get to utilize your five senses, it really helps you to, to realize how much power you have in your life, you realize how much control you have over your experience when you're tuning in to sight, to taste, to scent, to touch, to everything, like really tapping in and allowing yourself to be. Sense is a superpower and not all of us have the luxury of having all five of our senses. So if you are someone who has all five of your senses, please be mindful and utilize them often. Cultivate and strengthen your five senses and watch how your life vividly changes, okay? So now we have CPR for embodiment. First is C, create communication. Start intentionally using your five senses to speak to your experience, to hear and listen to your body, right? To be in your body, embodiment. Utilize your five senses and allow that communication to begin and start to witness what your body has to say to you right second thing you want to do is praise on purpose okay I briefly touched on this earlier but gratitude gives us direct access to the power of embodiment showing gratitude for what you have right now and for who you are in this very moment brings more good experiences to you brings more uh, chances for you to unfold and to unlock new aspects of yourself that you're not even aware of, right? I really do have the strong belief that we are not broken and there are not pieces missing. We just aren't fully aware of how expansive we are as these divine beings. But that's why we chose, right? For those who believe this, we chose to be in these physical bodies because we would get access to these five senses and like we don't use it. We're always so I think it's so interesting that we'll get like so focused on like using our third eye and like, you know, our spiritual senses. And I think, yes, let's find space and room for both of them in our lives. Right. The next thing you want to do is recover to resonate. I think a great way to do this is by using EFT, a shameless plug. okay? I recently did a live that's on the YouTube channel right now um, for intuitive tapping. And it's literally just tapping in the sequence but doing it in silence and listening to your body seeing what your body wants to say to you and there's like a full-on dialogue that your body is probably waiting to have with you and all you have to do is touch in those places touch on those sacred spots on the body close your eyes and listen and you'll learn so much about yourself you will, it's, it's such a beautiful experience and I encourage everyone to do that. But even if you're not just doing intuitive tapping, just tapping in general with the purpose in mind will also help to release body trauma, which allows us to be more embodied, right? It's hard for us. A lot of us want to escape being embodied because that means that we would have to be in our trauma. We would have to acknowledge and embrace that trauma and not all of us either have the um, desire to do that Or the willpower to do that because you know we've all been through some shit I understand that EFT is a really beautiful way because if you're not into talk therapy um, you can utilize EFT to still remove that trauma from the body without having to address it head-on and and kind of relive that trauma literally by tapping in those sequences you are relieving your body of that trauma and allowing yourself to feel lighter and feeling lighter always invites us to want to be back in our body and to feel the energy flowing through us as a vessel, okay? So that's the CPR method for this week for embodiment, create communication, praise on purpose, and recover to resonate. I really hope that this episode was fun for you. I really love embodiment, and I will most likely you know, create some type of master class on that for you guys, so you guys can really start practicing, maybe do a live or something. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the divine says. But utilize this information and, and start doing it today. Everything that I gave you in this episode, you can literally start using in this very moment to have a more fulfilling experience in this human life that you have, that you're, you're moving through anyway. You might as well move through it and feel good about it. Now, what's happening this week in Loboland? The monthly newsletter is already out. Okay. So if you missed that, make sure you join the email list, all the links are always in the description in the show notes for the podcast. Um, I talk about a lot of things in that, so I really hope you guys are on that list because it's actually a really cute-ass email, whatever. Um, also letting you guys know that there is no Cosmic Conversations for the month of June. I'm taking a little break, a little breather. I think it's important for me, but I also think it's important for y'all because we have like over 15 episodes of experts dropping gems that you can re-listen to, that you can listen to for the first time ever. Like, it's so important. I don't want to just produce tons of content information that overwhelms you and doesn't really give you a chance to indulge and enjoy what's been created already. So, go ahead and play those CC episodes from the first one that happened in January over six months <laughs> of interviews from incredible beings of light that are really sharing divine wisdom with you. So, that's why I was like, we can take a break for June. We'll be back in July talking about travel and wellness. But until then, utilize this month to catch up and to um, regroup and, you know, study those episodes because really and truly, it's literally like getting into a free masterclass because I love y'all that much. Utilize my network and reach out to these beautiful bodies and let them know what you receive from the episode. All their social media information is, in, is linked to every episode. Reach out to them. Tell them thank you. Um, Share with them how you're feeling about what they said. Have a conversation with them. Have a conversation with me. This is what we're here for in Loboland, right? So this week, Monday, we have our EFT weekly class. We'll be tapping on embodiment. So make sure you pull up and do that. Come through. Hang out with us. It's lots of fun. Tuesday, I'll have my tap in reel. I'm encouraging you all to start remixing my reels on Insta, okay? And I'm also on TikTok too, but you know lotus aloba it's it's the same everywhere but remix the reels i want to see you guys tapping along with me i feel like that's gonna be so much fun i can't wait to repost them so go ahead you guys can check out all my other tap-in reels that are already available uh on my instagram page but yeah remix these reels with me i feel like that'll be so much fun and we get to connect i just love that also Thursday, we are bringing back the tapping live on Instagram live because you guys really requested it and really enjoyed it. And I absolutely love linking with you guys on Thursdays and just like tapping it out. It's just such a beautiful way to like pregame for the weekend, you know, and like let go of the heaviness of the earlier week. So that's happening at 111 Eastern Standard Time every Thursday. I cannot wait to see your beautiful face there. Okay. You can also book energy readings. With me, my tarot oracle moon readings are still happening. They're just happening via House of Soul now. It's one of the beautiful um, collaborations that have just fell into my lap this year and i am now one of their lead practitioners so you can book me through there the link is in the show notes and just so you guys know i finally launched my coaching services at least the first phase of it and it's called mystic method and they are monthly refreshers so in the beginning of the month you'll meet up with me virtually um, or in person eventually And we will literally do an energetic reading. We'll read through your chakras and see what your body has to say to you, what it wants you to know. You'll also get an overview of the energy of the month so that you know how to navigate it and work with it. And then you'll also receive a digital care sheet that gives you recommendations and tools and techniques that you can use in the moment and throughout the week to help you elevate your energy, to make sure that all your chakras are... Active and working in harmony with each other to make sure that you're able to really gain clarity and listen to the divine. I've already had, I only have five slots every month because that's just what I'm able to give at the moment. And I have two slots left. So there's something that you feel like, oh, this will be great, which I think everyone should be jumping on because you don't really understand how powerful it is to have clarity in the beginning of your month. Imagine it coming into your month knowing what you can expect on a cosmic, on an energetic, and on a physical level, and then having like that cheat sheet given to you before the month even begins. So that way you can move through the next 30 days with precision, with ease, and enjoyment. That's really what you'll get from these sessions. I absolutely love it. I love my VIP wolves who have signed up already. And I really hope to see you in one of these sessions soon. My calendar for June closes on the 10th. So you want to book before then. Afterwards, you have to wait until the beginning of July for July sessions, okay? And yeah, I feel like that's everything. I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Love Land podcast. And hit me up on Insta or whatever or email me. You know, check in. Let's talk. Let's connect. I love you to the moon and back. Bye, Wolves.